When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. This is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. The last few weeks that I spoke to, to Frank on a, on a Monday, he's been a bit doom and gloom after Arsenal takes some batterings, but you're back to winning ways, 1-0 against Norwich. A bit happier this Monday, Frank? Well, please day one. Well, I don't want to sound an old grouch, but I'll tell you what, they didn't look good winning, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, a little bit of a upbeat for you uh, compared to the last few weekends, I bet, still. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, um, let's start with... Uh, your weekend show, Frank, uh, on the Friday night. How, how many prospect shows do you think we can expect a year, roughly? I think we're going to do roughly eight. So <laughs> it's quite good. I mean, you know, obviously you take out Christmas and a couple of summer months. Um, you know, that, that, so that's pretty regular. And uh, I, I, it was really well received. And we got, we got a decent rating for it. Um, we haven't had all the digital numbers in yet, but everybody was quite pleased with it. And I certainly was. Um, it was yeah, the main event was was very exciting, although, the, I mean, those two guys give their all. However, um, you know, terrible cuts, I mean, awful cuts. Poor uh, Louis is going to be out for quite a time, waiting for those to heal. And I thought, you know, I thought, I mean, uh, came, came to fight, boxed really well. And uh, it's a shame it ended the way it did, because it was quite poised, I thought, at that stage. Um, but, you know, uh, his corner, you know, um, Louis' corner did a really good job in what they did. Some guys would just pull their fighter out with the cuts, but he was sensible enough to have gone to the rules meeting, listened to what the rules were all about. And Martin Bowers um, called it dead right by saying, you know, it, it wasn't an accident of clashing the head, heads. So go to the scorecards and uh, that, that's really good call work. So, you know, it's, it's maybe, you know, down the road and it will be right down the road because as I said, the extent of uh, Louis' injury, maybe that's a match, a rematch in the future. Yeah, I'm sure people would like to see that. There was a lot of talk about the scorecards after the fight. How did you score it? I thought Louis just was in front. It was it, it was one of those fights where it you know depends what sort of style of fighter you like, how you score a fight. You know, walk forward fighter or action or you know and so forth. But it, there wasn't a lot in it. 
I don't think there was a lot in it, but you know, I looked at it. You know, I looked at it a couple of times. You know, aiming through some really good shots and caught, caught uh, Louis a few times as he was going, especially when he was coming in low. He was catching him with that that sort of long uppercut. Um, but I thought Louis Louis rocked him a few times. He caught him two or three times, and, and he seemed to have rocked him. But as I say, there was there weren't a lot in it. There wasn't a lot in it, but you know, it was what it was. And uh, at the end of the day, um, you, you can't change the result. The result is what it is. Just a note on that card as well, uh, Wayne Batten's boys, Josh Frankham and Mark Chamberlain with uh, two really good performances. W- Wayne's guys are, are really making a mark on, on the British boxing scene at the moment. Look, he's got a really good thing going down there and he's got some very, very good youngsters. I mean, you know, as you just say, um, Josh box extremely well. I mean, he's a little bit over-eager. I mean, he's done what he had to do, don't get me wrong. I don't want to criticise somebody who gets rid of a guy the way he does. But it will come with, you know, he's only a novice pro and it'll come with you know with experience where he'll you know he'll pick his shots more and take guys out in the same amount you know but, but he was he, but he done brilliantly he done what he had to do and stopped his man and I was really pleased with him and I and um and I thought that you know that uh the the, the uh 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 the other and what's you know we brought on from it from from the night before um I thought he'd done it I thought he'd done a tremendous job it took him a couple of rounds um to settle down um, but once he settled down, well, Chamberlain done a fantastic job. Yeah, see, Sam Noakes joined his uh, BT interview after. That's a fight uh, for the future, I think, isn't it, Frank? Maybe for the British look, title. You know, look, they're both very good ticket sellers. I mean, they're both, they're both extremely good, young, talented fighters. That fight in 18 months' time will top a bill in a, in a decent venue and we'll get, we'll get a great atmosphere. And more importantly, we'll get a great fight. And that's what we've got to work towards, providing they both keep, keep winning. But Mark done it, as I say, done a great job. And uh, Sam, he, you know, he's up for it. For and they're both fancy the fight for their lives. I mean, you talk to both of them, and both of their you know, respective trainers and so forth. They, they, you know, they both think they've got the other man's, got the other man, they can, they can do a job with him. So I'm... Uh, you know, I'm, I'm pleased it's a fight we can look forward to. And as again, it, it just shows you the, 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 the strength and the width we've got in our uh, in these youngsters that we've been bringing through. Definitely. And in terms of the cancel show on Saturday, when can we expect uh, Denzel Bentley and Callum Johnson to be out, Frank? Well, we're looking to work that. We're working on that now, and I'm hoping I'll get them out. I want to try and get them out if I can by the end of the month. Having said that, um, you know, it is what it is. I don't know when Sonny Edwards is going to fight again, you know, because obviously an injury like that is, I think I said our interview on Saturday. And if you bang your hand up or you bang another part of your body up, you can still run or you can still get on the bike and keep fit. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. When you, t- you turn your ankle and everything, you know, in boxing, everything relies on, on your, you know, be able to stand up as such more than you be able to stand up. And the problem is he's, he's, he's struggling. So he can't run, he can't, can't do any, any of that type of work. And that's going to take a, a while to heal. So once it does heal, um, then he's got to get back into being match fit. Match fit. So I, I, I'm, I'm not sure when it's actually going to take place. Okay. Well, there were a couple of other shows on the weekend that I want to ask you about. Firstly, uh, back to the Friday, top rank put on, obviously, Oscar Valdez's world title defence. There was a lot of controversy going into that fight, Frank, where he failed um, for a, a banned substance, a PED, and he, and he was still allowed to box by the commission. Um, yeah, your thoughts on that situation with Valdez? It's wrong. Look, if it's a banned substance, then it's a banned substance. What's the point of putting it on a banned list if you can fight? You know, that's what it says, banned. That's what it says on the label, it's banned. What you're taking is banned. You're taking it, you're breaching, you're breaching um, the regulations. 
So it should be out of the fight. As simple as that. You know, not about upsetting other promoters or anything. I think any, I think this drug thing's got out of hand. I mean, I've noticed a lot of fighters now, and I'm hearing all these stories about you know guys are waiting. Next minute, they're they're back in you know back in the room, being you know intravenously fed, whatever they're being put on. This is this is not what this is this is not right. All this stuff. This needs to be really looked at properly because boxing over the last the last six months, or certainly during COVID, has turned a strange corner for me. You just mentioned something there—a banned list. It doesn't you know, it doesn't seem that matters. You know. If that's, you know, isn't the argument moving forward? Well, I took something else, which is also on the bank list, but he was allowed to fight. Why, did, why can't I? And it goes on and on. Where do you stop with that? And then I look at, you know, you're obviously going to mention other fights that took place over the weekend. I'm sure Evander Holyfield, who should be nowhere near a ring. He's 58 years of age, for God's sake. I don't care who he's fighting, whether it's an MMA fighter or, a, or his gardener, but 58 years of age, boxing. Boxing's a dangerous sport for young men. For old guys, 58-year-olds, it's, it's a life-threatening sport. And it's really sad to see one of my heroes, one of the, you know, you, you got any of you youngsters who are watching this, go on, get on, get online, get on YouTube and look at Evander Holyfield, the warrior that he was, who stood toe-to-toe with Riddick Bowe, the great fights he had with Lennox Lewis, and then go down when he was fighting at, you know, at, at like heavy cruiserweight. This man was an unbelievable warrior I mean that's what he was a warrior and to see that happen I don't know if it's because of finance or what is is really really sad I'm very very sad mm. isn't it down to the commissions and the TV networks whether it's the drug situation or these old guys fighting to say we're not going to allow it anymore it's ultimately to them look you can't stop stuff you know in, in the UK you've got white collar blue collar whatever you want to call it you've got all these shows no one can stop them you can't stop them Mm. They can't be under the auspices of the British Boxing Board of Control, but they're allowed to take place because you know they're, they're, everybody's taking place. They're, they're consenting adults. They know the 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 the, 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 uh, the dangers involved and so forth. But at the end of the day, it's down to the people around them to protect them. Mm. Then you then you know you can see, for example, the Boxing Board of Control would never sanction that. But I'm surprised they sanctioned it in Florida. It was like I think it was in Florida, wasn't it? Was it in Florida? Yeah, it was. No. And that tells you a lot about the Florida Commission to allow something like that to happen. They should hold their head in shape. Well, this thing doesn't seem like it's stopping, Frank. You mentioned Riddick Bowe. He said he wants to fight. Holyfield still said after that loss he wants to fight Mike Tyson. That's why you have commissions. You know, Danny Williams, British Danny Williams, who I, I promoted and managed for a while. Great British fighter, heavyweight, tough guy, you know, went in with the best. His licence, the board stopped his licence, and he went on boxing for probably another eight, nine years, when he should have been going all around Europe and places where they allowed him to fight and used him as an opponent. And Danny's a fighting man. I mean, again, they're fighting guys. They want to fight. And I can talk probably better than most people, because when I started out with business, I started out on what they called unlicensed boxing. It was licensed, but it wasn't licensed by the British Boxing Board of Control. But there was no 58-year-old guys in there. There were still old guys, who, who, you know, guys who had some of them thought was professionals. I didn't know any different. I was a young kid, got involved. That was it. I didn't know any But as soon as I started to know, see what was going on, it changed. We brought in proper medical coverage, everything. We, we changed that, lowered the age, and eventually I, I sort of, got out of it because I knew knew it was going nowhere. But what is happening now, it seems this 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 um, celebrity celebrity cult 
you know, and the era that we live in um, allows any of these things to happen. happen. And, and what surprised me is there's such a big audience for it. It's like car crash. It's like the old car crash TV. You know, you, you, you slow down and see what's happening in the car crash or in the motorway. And it seems that's what these fights are, they're car crashes. Mm. Well, also on that card, Frank, obviously David Hay boxed and returned with a win and then called out Tyson Fury. Thoughts? Well, well you know, I don't know what Tyson does. I like David. I mean, you know, David and I over the years, I mean, we had, a, a, we had big differences when he started, started out as a pro. But I, I've got a lot of respect for David. But he's 40 years of age. He's, I mean, he's not a youngster, but he's not an old, he's not 58 years old. Having said that, he suffered some bad injuries, and certainly against Tony Bellew. Um, I'm not taking anything away from Tony Bellew because I mean, he shot me to be quite honest, that he, you know, the way that um, he won because I fancied um, David Hay beat him. Having said that, you know, he obviously had these injuries and he shouldn't have been in the ring in the first place. Now, I don't know whether he's got rid of the injuries or not, and I'm sure he's calling out Tyson because him and Tyson, let's, take, let's get it right, would be a huge fight. There's no doubt about that. But I think he's got to do a bit more before talking about Tyson Fury. For number one, he'd have to get rated. And to get rated, you've got to fight a rated fighter. Okay. Did you expect that? Or were you surprised when you woke up the next morning and heard that? I heard it. No, I wasn't surprised at that. I was surprised. I was, I'll tell you what, though. I was surprised about the fight. It really did surprise me. I, yeah, I was surprised. I mean, I never knew he was going to be fighting. I was quite, when it was announced, it was quite a shock. You know, but he well, it, it was always going to beat Fournier, and, that, and that's what he did. Okay, on the theme of Tyson Fury, obviously the last time I saw you was in uh, Morecambe, where Tyson was addressing kind of his short-term future and what he wants to do. Uh, the name Dylan White was mentioned potentially for a, a stadium fight, i.e. the Millennium Stadium. Is that something uh, you're thinking about, Frank? Well, I've got, I'm going to tell you the real truth, with, with, you know, telling the truth of how I feel about that. I don't think anything can be um, discussed until the 10th of October. Get the 9th out of the way. And on the 10th, if, that's, if that can be done, and Dylan White's sensible, and it can be done, I'm sure Tyson called it, so I haven't got a problem putting that to fight providing he's sensible. Um, yeah, we get the Millennium Stadium. Absolutely. Tyson has said that he wants to be out in December, but I think we've got to wait until the 10th to see what happens. I mean, anything can happen, as we know in boxing. God forbid, get a cut eye or something. He could be out for a while. So um, let's wait until the 10th, then we can make our mind up, or he can make his mind up. He's the one who's getting in the ring as to what he wants to do. Yeah, absolutely. 9th of October, live on BT Sport Box Office. Tyson Fury has to beat Deontay Wilder. And of course, 30th of October, Dylan White will box and he's got to win that fight. Um, but, you know, if, if Fury and Joshua win, would your mind not be on making that rather than Fury and White? Ultimately, it's obviously down to Tyson. Oh, Fury and Joshua is the only fight we all want to see, isn't it? No, he's got to come through his fight hands too soon. I think we talked about that the other day. But um, he's got to come through that fight. I want, I want Anthony Joshua to come through, and I certainly want Tyson, expect Tyson to come through, and want to see these two guys get it on. You know, but let, they've got to deal with what they've got in front of them first, because we go down that road that we went down for, what was it, nearly a year now. Oh, it's on, it's next week, it's going to be here. We're doing, it's not, there's nothing signed yet. Until they get their commitments out of the way, nothing can be agreed or signed once it's done. You know, we'll get around the table and, and get it sorted out and get the fight on because that's the fight that all of us are committed, or everybody involved, are committed to, to deliver. And that's what we want to do. So they've got to be the top of their game, Tyson and uh, AJ. You've got to come through their respective um, commitments and then we can move on from there. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Absolutely. That's the, the fight we want to see. Just back on that Fury White one. We know how big Fury Joshua is. We don't have to talk about that. In your opinion, in the UK, how big is Fury v. White? I think it's a big fight. I think Tyson in, in the UK, he hasn't fought here for a long time. I think it's a big fight. It's a homecoming. Um, and him against the Brit will make it even better. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, it's a big fight. Do you want to see him back in the UK soon? Yeah, of course I do. I want to see him fight here, and I, I, I think the fans want to see him fight here. That's the most important thing. You know, we want to see him over here. You know, he's, that's where he's, where he's, uh, you know, where he's from, where he's done done the business. I know he's won both his titles fighting in uh, in the other guy's backyard, but at the end of the day, it'd be great for him to to do that big fight over here. Hmm. Um, Frank, as we approach September 25th, I know I spoke to you about Joshua Usyk before, but as we get closer, what's your gut instinct, Sam? uh, You know what? As I say, um, Usyk was a phenomenal, phenomenal cruiserweight. Phenomenal. Amateur level and pro. Phenomenal. You know, came up a weight for um, Chad, Chaz Witherspoon. I think he went seven rounds with him. And obviously for Derek Chisora. And beat them both. He'd done what he had to do. Is he more comfortable at the weight now? As you know, as times moved on, I don't know. We're going to find out fairly quickly when the fight starts because that's going to be for me one of the big deciding um, things about this fight. You know, can Anthony Joshua impose all the pluses that he's got, which is his size, his punch power, his long jack? Can he impose that on a very good boxer who, if he gets under that jab? can give him a lot of problems. If he can get in and get underneath him and, and, be, and, and work and let his shots go, he's got fast hands. His hands are as, hands are as good as uh, Ruiz's. If he can let his shots go and if he can stay there, if he can be there after, say, six, six or seven rounds, then you start. I would start worrying if I was uh, AJ's connections because if it goes the distance, I, I, you've got, I've got a feel in my heart that Usyk would outbox it. That is that is it. So you know, for me, it's the first couple of rounds you're going to get. You're going to get as soon as the bell goes. The first couple of rounds, you're going to get the general feel of how the fight will go. Because he's either he's got to impose himself on. He has to impose himself on AJ and uh, let his bombs go. Well, we look forward to September 25th and October 9th. Two brilliant heavyweight fights. We need that kind of back now in boxing. Um, we had Anthony Joshua on on IFL uh, on Friday actually in a. Uh, you know, Anthony's quite reserved normally, but he came on and said that he'll smoke Tyson Fury when they meet. Uh, what do you think about that? Well, I think we've done something on, on Friday, didn't we, after the fight? He said he's smoking. smoking. Um, listen, to get smoke, you've got to have fire. And that's Tyson Fury. He'll light that fire under him, and he will smoke. What's you got? You know, Tyson, Tyson, listen, Tyson, that, that fight... What, please, uh, please, please! It comes comes off for, for the fans and for everybody concerned. I can't wait for that fight, and I'm going to be. And I'll, and I'll tell you something: I'll be very, very surprised, very surprised if Tyson didn't come out as the victor and stop him. 
I know this is not your business, but, you know, people in boxing talk and stuff. What's your gut, gut feeling, Frank, with um, what Anthony Joshua will do? We know he's got one fight left with Sky, with Usyk. Do you think he'll renew with Sky? Well, he's going to look at the bottom line, isn't he? That's where he's, where he's a professional fighter. He's at the, you know, the latter stages of his career, so he's going to look at where he can earn the money. Um, the zone don't, at this moment, do pay-per-view. Mm. So are they going to guarantee in these huge purses? Um, that I don't know. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. And if they do guarantee them, how are they going to get the money back? Are they going to get it back from subscriptions? Um, and what are they going to charge for a subscription? They're going to charge $7.99. They're going to up, up their prices. Who knows? I mean, as, as a pay-per-view, from a business perspective, the pay-per-view model has worked for him. That's why he's earned all the money he's earned. He's earned it from majority of his money from British pay-per-view. So that's where... Um, It'd be interesting where he, what, what does happen with him is regarding Sky. But once this fight's out of the way, uh, we will see. We've got to remember, if, if both of them come through their respective fights, um, we have quite strong rights with um, Tyson. So there's going to be some sort of deal would have to be made anyway. So, sorry, Frank, you just cut out a second there and when you're talking about the rights... Do you mind I said, well, you know, as you know, uh, Tyson has, uh, has, you know, BT had certain rights as far as Tyson's concerned. So whatever happens, please, God, we get it on. We've got to work that, that scenario out. So, you know, and I think when we when we all thought we made, were getting quite close, it was agreed that both TV companies would share the rights. Now, if he's going to move, then, you know, that's going to be... Well, if he does move, how does that get sorted out? So it seems to be sorted out still. Okay, okay. Um, how quickly do you think that, that mandatory with Joe Joyce will be ordered, Frank? Um, I think I think they'll order it. But, you know, I'm going to be, and I'm sure you know, Joe knows it as well, the situation's going to be very, very simple, is that that fight will take precedent. I think both organisations will say that, you know, it has to go on for the good of boxing. And the good thing is that Joe is in a great position to fight fight the winner. Mm. Unless they vacate the belt and he fights for the vacant belt. Well, are we talking probably from a rough guess, maybe summer next year? I think Joe will fight for some sort of world title by then. Yeah, I'm talking about four world title by then. Mm. I'm quite confident of that, yeah. They'll probably go, if, they, if, if everything goes how we hope it goes, then they'll probably get their fight on sometime in, in uh, February and we go from there. And have you had any recent talks with um, Adam Morley and Sam Jones about Joe's potential next opponent? Are we any closer? Yeah, we've been working on it. We were actually going to, we were looking to get him in on, um, get, get, get that fight on, um, get him out sometime in October. But we, we're not sure. We may push it back to November. Okay, okay. Any movement with the WBA and, and Dubois and Trevor Bryant? We're waiting for them. So they've got a couple of things going on behind the scenes. I know there's some problems with them uh, legally with Char and with Don King, and uh, it's sort of basically causing this bit of a mess. But we are looking that, you know, we believe that um, they will have to or they will um, make um, Daniel against Brian. That'll be a good build up with you and Don King, eh? Yeah, well, I'd love it. I mean, I want to get the fight on. Again, it's, it's a bloody good fight for the fans. It's great for a great fight for Daniel. And I've got to tell you something, don't care where it goes on. 
Golden States, oh yeah, wherever, we, wherever, wherever, wherever it works. But it's a great fight for Daniel. Yeah, obviously he made a good mark in the States recently. I'm sure he did. US fans took to him. It, they did. I mean, it, it was quite a quite a, um, a sensational debut as far as uh, they were concerned. And Showtime, um, you know, we, 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 we're in a good place with them with him. He, they, they love it. What are Jake Paul's people saying about this Tommy Fury fight then, Frank? Tell me. Well, I can't go. I'm not going to answer details, but there are discussions going on at the moment. Okay, that's good to hear. Did we have any indication how that pay-per-view on BT rated? I haven't seen the numbers for it yet. Um, sometimes it takes a few months for them to come in because of all the various, how people are building so forth. Well, I haven't seen the numbers yet, but, you know, whatever it is, it's good. it is. And I'm sure uh, if we can get uh, Tommy in, it, it'll be bigger next time. Okay. Well, obviously, you've got another pay-per-view on uh, October 9th. Um, so we are expecting that double header to happen where you have your UK show leading into to Fury Wilder 3? There'll be a show, yeah. We've got a show on the night leading in, yeah. Okay. And at this present time, is it still Arthur VR 2? No, we... we, we um, he doesn't want to fight in Birmingham. He wants to fight in Manchester. We can't get Manchester on the 9th of October, as I explained, explained and... Uh, we're working on it, working, trying to sort out a resolution. As it stands now, a complaint went into the Boxing Board of Control. And, um, sorry, I lost you there. A complaint went into the British Boxing Board of Control, and um, that's being heard sometime next week, I think it is. Okay, so the only reason is because of the location. They don't want that fight. We agreed terms, the financial terms. We agreed the financial terms. Sorry, somebody calling we agreed to financial terms and everything. It was about where the, where the fights were placed. And uh, and then it was, I was I was asked, why don't I put it on at Old Trafford? Old Trafford? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But that was going to be sort of, yeah, don't even go there. I mean, you know, what you have to put up with this business. So by then, that just tells me that, the, you know, the fight's not, I don't fancy it. But anyway, we'll see. So there's, there's a long way to go yet, and I'm hoping we can resolve it. Frank, uh, all I want is really simple. I just want people to, to the contracts that they sign to honour them. That's really it. Nothing, no more, no less. Okay. Was the MEN not an option if they wanted it in Manchester? Well, that's where we went, but they got, that's where we tried to get it on. We had no problem going to Manchester. Uh, unfortunately, they got some bad, they got a band plan there. We even tried to buy it out, but we couldn't do it. And that's it. And uh, the, the amount of money they're getting and what we need to generate to make it work, um, we need a, a decent sized venue. Not old traffic, but we need a decent side venue. Um, <coughs> excuse me. So that's where we are. And I'm hoping, as I say, that we can resolve the matter. Okay. So whatever happens there, it's let's say the Arthur fight doesn't happen. We still expect Anthony Yard to, to fight on October 9th. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Okay. All right. We'll have a catch up on that <coughs> next week. And you expect to hear from the board sometime this week. Is that correct? No, they've got a hearing. They've got a hearing. No, it's a hearing at the moment. Yeah. Right, okay. there's, a, there's still time to go. Hopefully, we can wait. if everybody puts their sensible heads on, we can hopefully resolve it. Okay. But I have a contract, and I expect that contract to be honoured. All right. Just a couple of uh, more things, please, Frank. Dennis McCann has uh, gone and said, I still want this Prince Patel fight. <laughs> Did you think we can get this? I'll tell you something. That'd be, that that would be a great um, top of the bill, wouldn't it, for the prospect show? Oh, that would be unbelievable! Yeah, wouldn't it? That would that would that would do the job. Let's have a look at that. <laughs> Is there anyone that you know from Prince's side that you can speak to? Yeah, we'll reach out for them and see what we can do. 
<laughs> Probably be him himself, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he, listen, he got my number. He knows my number. What are the plans then in terms of shows, Frank? Um, kind of till now, till Christmas. Ninth well, of October. We will do a couple in November and December. All right. Also, just want to mention. So, you, so you're going to get. So, what's going to happen is um, uh, Daniel Dubois will fight before Christmas. Joe Joyce will fight before Christmas amongst our other guys. Uh, we've got to get Callum Johnson out, you know, from the fight that he missed. And uh, obviously, Anthony Yard, and we'll get the other one away as well with Anthony Yard against um, uh, Alpha. Yeah. And also, you're going to put McCann v. Patel on. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Okay. Uh, Frank Warren, appreciate your time on IFL TV as always. And I'm sure we'll have a catch up soon, all right? Thanks, Sue. It's a pleasure, mate. Give me a shout towards the end of the week and we'll see what we can do. Perfect. Thank you, Frank. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.